Hi, I'm Phoebe Welburn, president of Welburn Gourd Farm, and I'm here at the farm. I'm going to show you a little bit about our gourds and what people do with them. So right here on the table, I have some pieces of artwork that were made using gourds. I'm going to show you the bottle gourd artwork first. This right here is a bottle gourd, so named because of its shape, shaped like a bottle, and it comes in lots of different variations. You can see that on our website. If you go there and look at, look at bottle gourds, you'll see the variations. But here's a little bit of what people will do with a bottle gourd. This one's obvious that it was made from a bottle gourd because it has not been cut off, but you might not know that these other pieces were also made from bottle gourds, these three right here. So if you can imagine, these all had a top on them and the top was cut off and they were made into pots. So these were all done by our senior staff artist, Christy Barajas. Um, here she used transparent acrylics, which are a product made by Gourmaster. Um, and here's some ink dye product over here, Gourmaster ink dyes. And over here we have transparent acrylics again. So you can see how these colors, you can really blend them and they are all semi-transparent. So that means the natural markings of the gourd will kind of show through. You can probably see it a little bit better on this art piece. So that's the preferred coloring agent um, of gourd artists, just because it has that semi-transparent look to it. So moving on with our shape tour here. This is this uh, gourd shape is called a canteen gourd. So if you look at it from the side, it looks kind of like a water canteen. So that's why it's called canteen gourd. And here are some art pieces that were done with a canteen gourd. This one over here also made by Christy Barajas. And if you can imagine, the gourd actually grew like this and the stem was coming out of here. And you can see that's the bottom of the gourd. So this was just turned on its side, the bottom sanded so it would sit flat and it has a little cut, fancy cut on the top. And then she carved it using um, a Gourdmaster Pro Carver and a Filla Point Burr to make this sort of faux filigree look in the middle. And then she also did all these carving techniques. There's a video on this on our website so you can see how she did that one. This one over here also made from a canteen gourd. This one was made by Diane Connolly. She's a um, longtime artist teacher in the gourd world, and she made this. You can see it was a canteen gourd. It grew like this. That's the bottom. And she made it into this really pretty vase. So one of the things that we're known for is really thick shells. And I just have this as an example so you can see how thick that gourd is when you cut it. Gourds that are this thick are usually the ones that people like to use for carving. So the carving that I showed you before with this piece by Christie with the filigree, um, again, you really want to use a thick shell gourd. So one little trick to know about canteen gourds, when you get into the smaller size, it tends to go a little bit tall like this. You can see this isn't a really saucer shaped gourd like that bigger one I showed you it's a little bit taller. So that's just the genetics of the seed. We can't really do anything about that. They tend to do what they want. But just so you know, when you order the smaller sizes, this one's about a five inch gourd, or yeah, probably a little over five inches. And that's the diameter straight across at the widest point. And so you can see he's a taller gourd rather than the more saucer shaped, which they'll look like when they get a little bit bigger. Okay, so next is tall body gourds. So these art pieces were all made from tall body gourds. This one down here as well. Um, this is a very small tall body gourd, but it's still a tall body gourd. 
and of course we're referring to the actual body of the gourd. So I'm going to go back over here and grab one of these bottle gourds so I can show you what I'm talking about. So when we talk about the body of the gourd, like from here down, we would consider the body. So a tall body gourd, back over here to our tall body gourds, it's going to be much taller than it is wide. So that's why it's a tall body gourd. So I just have this one right next to this art piece, again, made by Christy, um, to just show you how pretty these can be as a vase. The top was just cut off of this and the, the bottom was sanded. And so it just makes a really pretty little vase. Um, two more pieces made by Christy. This one with the giraffe. Um, if you look at this, these little bumps here, that's, that's called stipple carving. So you can carve away a portion of the outer shell to make this really pretty effect. And again, you're going to need, you know, thick shell gourds to do any kind of carving, which is what Wellburn Gourd Farm is known for. This piece down here, uh, again made by Christy, <laughs> she does a lot of artwork here. Um, so this is all done actually with a, a wood burning tool. So this is shaded to look like uh, basketry. And then this look down here, we call this uh, faux leather tooling. It's sometimes called because it will look like tooled leather when it's done correctly. So a really pretty, pretty look on gourds. And then the background she colored with Gourdmaster ink dye. That's this really pretty stain here. All right, now this really, really fantastic piece here is by a really talented artist named Jordan Straker. Um, he's from Canada and he did this whole gourd just with carving. If you can see all of this um, texture, unlike the basketry I just showed you that was just wood burned, he actually carved all this out and then also painted it. Same with his sort of leather tooled look here with the flowers, this is all carved. So he's a he's really well-known artist in the gourd community, and he also does other mediums as well. He's just a really, really talented guy. Um, so that's one of his pieces. And then over here in the corner, I just grabbed a, I just grabbed a couple of our small gourds. Anything that's um, four inches in diameter or smaller is called a mini gourd, and anything under two inches is called a jewelry gourd. So these little three here, these are jewelry gourds. And these would be considered mini gourds. This one might be a little bit over four inches. So I don't know if he'd, if he'd be a five inch gourd or a mini gourd. We'll measure them in a minute. I'll show you how we measure them. And then this little piece um, by Crystal Garrido, she did this little cute little ornament from one of our mini gourds. And the top of it, she actually used gourd seeds to do that. And she made this little faux snow look. I believe she used white transparent acrylic for all of those little snowdrops there. So all kinds of fun things you can do with gourds and I'm going to show you how they're priced. So we'll start with our little little mini gourd perhaps. Um, this is a sizing board and the sizes are marked here. This is the inches in diameter so straight across. That's just four inches across. So this is a four inch gourd, not a mini gourd. If it were to pass through the four inch hole and not the two inch hole, that would be a mini gourd. But because it does not pass through the four inch hole, we, we call it a four inch gourd. Um, it's actually bigger than four inches. So this is the one part that's a little bit, you kind of have to be in the know if you order on our website and you don't come to the farm to know that this gourd, when we call it four inches, it's actually gonna be bigger than four inches just because how we have to measure them. I'm gonna give you another example. Um, 
I'm actually going to show you some of these gourds that have not been washed just so you can see the difference. If you buy on our website, all the gourds you buy are going to um, already be washed on the outside. So, but if you come to the farm, you can get them at a discounted price and buy them like this. And they're very easy to clean and I'm going to show you that next. But first, let's just price this gourd so we can get a couple examples. So you can see this is going through the 8-inch ring and it sits on the 7-inch ring. So we're actually going to price that like it's a 7-inch gourd even though it's technically bigger than 7 inches. And really important, we always price the gourds by the diameter at the widest point. So, that's, so this is 7 inches across not the circumference. The circumference is measured like if you were to take a tape and go all the way around the gourd, that's the circumference. But our gourds are always priced by diameter, which is this straight across. And while I have this in my hand, I'm going to tell you again about canteen gourds, because here's another one. You can see this is a really beautiful canteen gourd. We'll see what size it is here. It's actually an 11-inch gourd. Well, it's technically bigger than 11 inches, but its price is an 11, because it goes through the 12 but sits on the 11 inch ring. So these canteen gourds are our thickest gourds. They're, they're just really beautifully shaped as well, very popular. And you can see that when they're a little bit bigger, they're more saucer shaped. And then sometimes when they get a little bit smaller, they get a little taller. So if you buy any of our pre-cut craft ready gourds, which I'm also going to show you after we're done here, um, some of them, we have uh, craft ready bowls. So you can buy bowls that are just regular height and then you can buy them taller. So this is an example, this might be a taller bowl if I were to cut it here because the gourd, the height of the gourd is a little bit taller. Um, and then this would make a beautiful bowl as well or just a lidded container. So those are some examples of uncleaned gourds and I'm going to show you over here how we wash them. So I have just a tub of water. So all you need is just plain water. You don't need any bleach, you don't need any soap. Um, and then a wire mesh pot scrubber. So you can usually get these at your local supermarket. Of course, we saw them on our website, but the steel ones are the best ones to use. They just seem to do the job the best, better than the plastic ones. And you do not want to use steel wool. Um, steel wool is just gonna kind of rub everything around and make a mess of things. Um, and it's just not going to get the job done very well. So this really is the best, the best thing to wash gourds is just one of these scrubbies. So I recommend letting your gourd sit in the water um, five to ten minutes. You don't want to let it sit too long because if the gourd has any uh, like a soft spot on it, um, the water could soak in there and just kind of weaken the shell a little bit. So usually just five to ten minutes is, is enough. Um, one of the reasons people will drive across the country for our gourds is because they're much easier to wash than gourds that you would buy other places. The reason for that is, I tell people the reason for that is because when the gourd is growing, this skin that you see on it, it's like wax when it's growing. So gourds that are grown in a very hot or arid climate, um, a lot of times that wax kind of fuses onto the gourd. And you know this if you've ever tried to wash a gourd from another farm, you end up using like a knife trying to scrape that off. It's really hard to get off. But with our gourds, um, I'll show you right now, this just, it's gonna, it's really easy to clean. It comes right off. It hasn't been soaking very long, but. You can see that shell underneath, that golden shell right there. And I always tell people when they come to the farm and they see all of these gourds in the racks, 
and they see thousands and thousands of gourds. Um, most of the gourds have not been washed, and they just they can look um, it can look a little intimidating. They can look a little ugly to people who have never washed a gourd. So I always tell people. If you've never washed a gourd, wash it at least one because it really isn't hard to do. You're going to save some money. Plus, it's kind of fun because it's like an unveiling. You get to see the, the beautiful shell sort of come to life as you're washing it. So um, I'm going to wash this up and then we'll show you what it looks like when it's done. So one of the tricks you can do when you're washing a gourd is to just take a towel and wet it and then drape it over the gourd because the gourd floats so um, you're not going to be able to keep that that part damp long enough to let it soak so you can just leave it there you know like i said for about 10 minutes and then it'll be really really easy to clean after it's been soaking for just a minute so my gourd is soaking i'm waiting for it to soak a little while so i can wash it and i want to show you one more art piece while we're waiting this is a gourd that was done by gloria crane and um, she actually did this with some Gourdmaster ink dyes and some carving. And one of the really cool parts about this project is it's a lidded container that she lined on the inside. So really cool technique. And we get this question a lot, how to make a lidded vessel. Uh, the trick is the saw that you're using. If you use just a regular jigsaw, it's going to um, actually take away too much of the gourd because the blade is really thick so it's going to chew up the gourd as you're cutting and your lid won't have that nice snug fit so uh, we sell something called a mini jigsaw by proxon that's our favorite because it's very um, well made so that has a very small blade we actually sell the blades and it'll make the cut very thin so that your lid won't sink back into the gourd another trick when you're doing a lidded container is to make the cut fairly um, low on your gourd. So rather than cutting it way up here, if you cut it more towards the middle of the gourd, you're gonna get this look where it just looks seamless and you can't really tell that it's a lid until you actually pick it up. So a couple tricks to do that. And one more thing I can tell you is that if you wanna know how to do this entire project, you can actually get the whole class. Um, it's available as an online class. You just download it and watch it on your computer. So Gloria takes you step by step how to do everything on this gourd, including that really cool lining in the middle or in, on the inside. So that's another idea for what you can do with gourds. So I've got my gourd almost washed. I wanna show you one more thing before I get it all the way cleaned. Um, you'll notice it's got some of this a little bit of um, area here still to scrub. This particular white uh, skin, it can be a little harder to get off. And I'll tell you, um, the reason it's still on here is because this gourd is from our new crop. So it was just brought out of the field literally like two weeks ago. So sometimes if you get, if you come to the farm and you get one of these gourds and you're washing it and you say, oh, you know, these are supposed to be really easy to clean. Well, they are easier to clean than probably any other gourd from another farm, but sometimes you will get this, you know, this white stuff. And that is only because it's a newer gourd and it, didn't, it hasn't completely broken down. And so it just takes a little bit longer. I'm gonna go ahead and put my towel back on it and let it soak because, you know, why, why waste the energy scrubbing? It, it just needs a little bit longer to soak. So I'm gonna do that right now and then it'll be, you can see how pretty it's looking already. It's almost all the way clean. So just gonna soak that part just a few minutes longer.
All right, I've got my gourd all the way scrubbed. And one little word of caution, if you live in a really um, hot, dry area, I wouldn't advise putting your wet gourd out in the direct sun to dry it because sometimes that extreme heat will make the gourd crack. Um, so just, you could just put it in the shade or on your kitchen counter or whatever, and it just, you know, should be dry in about, you know, 20 minutes and ready to craft, depending on how long you've soaked it. Um, I always advise just letting them sit overnight, just in case you want to do a whole project and you want to varnish it, you don't want any moisture in the shell. So let them sit overnight and then you're, you're ready to make your project. So I mentioned pre-cut craft ready gourds earlier. These are what we call pre-cut craft ready gourds. It just means that they've already been cut and they've been um, completely cleaned on the inside and outside. So all of that uh, hard work is done for you. Our inventory does change online. So what you see here might not necessarily be what's offered at the moment, but we like to keep a good selection if we can because they are really in demand. I mentioned before about short and tall body gourds because I was showing you those canteen gourds that change height. So this is what I was talking about. This is considered a tall bowl because it's, you know, it's got some height to it. And then this one over here is not a tall bowl. It's just a regular one. And then we have things like pots. We have different kinds of gourd pots. This is a gourd pot back here. This will be considered probably like a tall body gourd pot because you can see like this probably had some kind of a neck on it. It could have been a bottle shape or just a regular shape, but the body itself is really tall. So that's what we consider a tall body type of gourd. More pots over here. And then we also sell, if you come to the other end of the table, we do um, occasionally have some pre-cut craft ready birdhouses. So the hole has already been drilled and it has, um, it has the cord in it so you can hang it. The fountain is just for display, so we don't actually sell <laughs> gourds like that, but that was just uh, something we made for our display table here at the farm. But do visit our website to check out all of our pre-cut craft ready gourd selection. Like I said, it does change throughout the year, but um, we do try to offer as much as we can so that if you're not able to maybe have arthritis or something, it's harder for you to cut and clean your gourds, you can still buy a pre-cut craft ready gourd and do all the fun stuff of wood burning and carving and painting your gourd. So check out that selection when you get a chance. Hi, I'm Phoebe Welburn. I'm here at the Welburn Gourd Farm in one of the farm's 12 gourd fields. This is the bottle gourd field, and I'm going to show you a couple bottle gourds here. They're almost dry. It's about um, it's the end of February, so they'll be dry hopefully at the end of March or April. The other thing we do is we specialize in a Hawaiian ipu gourd, which is a gourd that the um, in the Hawaiian culture, the Polynesian culture, is used for dancing. So I'm going to show you an example of that. This is, the gourd has to be, it's a bottle shape, and it has to be small enough on the neck so the dancer can hold it. And these are really, really difficult to grow. It's actually a hybrid, so it's not a pure shape. So that's one of the reasons it's more difficult to grow. Um, we've actually already taken all of the gourds out of this field that can be used for the Hawaiian ipu. So we only get about 10% every year of our entire crop that is um, this specialty shape. This is the tall body gourd field behind me that you see. The gourds are still green, so um, they're gonna take a little while to dry. They actually grow between 
April and December, and then they dry from December until March. So not yet dry in this field. We do have gourds year round though. I wanna take the opportunity just to tell if you're a beginner and you don't know um, how gourds are priced and how we sell them, they actually are sold uh, not by the height, but by the diameter, which is the distance straight across at the widest point of the gourd. And the best way to buy gourds, honestly, if you're buying online, is to buy pre-boxed gourds. Those cost about 33, 30, an average of 33% less than if you were to place a custom order. Now, the time when you do need to place a custom order is if you have really specific needs. For example, this is a tall body gourd, and you can see that it grew and it's leaning a little bit. So that's easily fixed, by the way. You can just put it on a gourd stand and it'll make it stand up straight. However, um, if you do need a gourd, for example, that sits flat, is totally symmetrical, like very, very symmetrically shaped, and you have some specific needs, maybe you need it to have its stem in place, things like that, you'll wanna place a custom order there is a minimum order with those, and um, it's very labor intensive for us to go out and find those gourds because they're, um, <laughs> you can see, we have a lot of gourds, and our staff has to go through piles and piles and you know hundreds and hundreds of gourds usually to find what you need. Sometimes they can't always find what you need, and they'll come back and they'll say something like, well, um, we were able to find a nice thick shell gourd, but it's a little off center, but it's the shape you want, is that okay? And, and help you out that way. That's gonna be your most expensive option to do those custom orders. So be sure to look at our pre-box options because we have, we have over 25 different boxes. So you can almost always find the gourds you need with the pre-boxed. Our tall body gourds are by far the most requested gourd. They're the most popular gourd. Um, they're used for musical instruments. They're used for something called an ipuheke, which is called, it's a double drum for the Polynesian culture. And then they're also used just by artists who want to have that tall canvas. So I'm going to show you a couple samples. Um, here's a really beautiful one. It's green, so it's going to be another month or so before it dries. And hopefully it'll dry okay. We don't always know that it's going to dry perfectly. So um, keep our fingers crossed for that one. Um, here's one that's a little smaller but really really nice you can see how symmetrical it is and you can see that some of the gourds are standing and some of them aren't that's just because we do some sorting in the fields before we bring them in to be um, cleaned and packaged and sold um, however these have to stay in the field until they're dry so another another month or so before these are going to be ready we get asked all the time about how the gourds dry, so we actually leave them in the fields to dry. They do get rotated and turned quite a few times because if, if we leave them, they'll, they'll just rot on one side. And then I'm going to show you like a dry gourd and a green gourd here. They do just dry at different rates depending on how mature the fruit was um, at the time of picking. So this one, you can hear, it's almost all the way dried out. And then when you buy these online, they're actually, this is washed off, this, um, the outer layer, which is actually what I wanna show you on this green gourd. Oh, heavy, <laughs> heavy green gourd. So when they're green, they actually have this wax, kind of like a wax layer on them. And I'm, I'm gonna give you a close up. I'm just scraping it off with my fingernails so you can see what I'm talking about. But um, this wax layer uh, actually has to break down and then dry. 
So that takes a little while and ironically, it actually takes rain so, and cold weather, but the rain is what will help break down that waxy layer so that the gourd can dry out. So I've had a lot of people um, come to the farm lately and they're, at, they're looking at the gourds in the field because you can see it when you drive to the farm. And they say, oh, how long are the, is the new, when was the new crop gonna be ready? How long before they dry? And I say, well, if we can get some rain, then they'll dry out. And people just give me this, you know, look like, are you crazy? Um, but that's why, it's because the rain will help break down that waxy layer. The Wellburn Gourd Farm grows over 300,000 gourds every year. We're the largest organic gourd farm in the world. And hopefully you can come out um, someday to the farm and purchase your gourds in person. We have thousands of gourds available. If you're not able to visit the farm, we do ship gourds around the world and we're happy to ship your gourds to you. They always arrive clean and craft ready. And we appreciate you taking time to visit our farm here online.